Oh, hi. Hello. Welcome back to my inside voice. Um, it's going to be a late one. It's been a long fucking day. It's been a long couple days. Um, it's been a lot. There's been a lot. It's been kind of, kind of up and down. I feel like I finally found my balance, uh, in the past four or five hours. Um, I wanted to jump on here um, and really talk about exes um, and I wanted to talk about their effect on us and sorry it's really late it's like I'm tired Um, but I really wanted to jump on here and like talk about this um exes so what are exes ex-boyfriends ex-fiancés ex-husbands ex-significant others ex-friends even but i'm not talking about friends i'm talking about significant others um when you date and you're single perpetually you have a lot of exes um even if it's like a first date second date third date fifth date seventh date you know you don't date after that and you date somebody else or you're you don't date that person they're in my mind considered an ex um relationships of course when you break up ex so what does that mean what does that you know how does that affect you how does that affect me what does that do for your psyche what does that do for how you recalibrate and get out into the world how do you then join the human humanity after you've been in a relationship or after you've dated somebody for a bit or committed to them for a bit and thought that you know they were going to be something and then they ended up not being so how do you come back from that how do I approach I'm I'm a one man type of person. So I I don't date long term. I don't date multiple people long term. I might date, you know, around or whatever, but once I make the decision um that I want to date the guy long term, I pretty much stop talking to everybody else if I am talking to multiple people um so for me I it takes it's it takes a lot for me to um bounce back it I I I take a while to bounce back when I break up with somebody or if something doesn't work out because I do invest um a certain amount of emotional mental um and everything else currency within him and within us so it does take a toll but I do realize I have realized recently that my bounce back rate has gotten better but not for the right reasons not for the reasons that I I thought it would be I pretty much manifest a series of events in my dating life and it's not the 
it's a, it's not the best manifestation. You know, I it starts off really good and then it kind of dwindles and crashes and burns. And I you know, I keep looking at myself like what the fuck am I doing? Like what what is going on here? What's wrong? And this might be kind of related to the it's not you, it's me kind of episode, but I want to kind of go deeper deeper into it why I self-sabotage or why self-sabotage is a reason for is it theoretically a reason for me not having a successful relationship you know of course I want to be happy or do I of course I want to be in a healthy relationship or do I am I so used to being in awful relationships am I so used to seeing the first relationship that I saw were my parents and that wasn't the best relationship I saw a dynamic that wasn't healthy it was very one-sided it was aggressive passive very passive aggressive it was very it was a it was a type of relationship that I took and sort of pasted in my mind you know no hate on my parents they did the best that they could but they were not for each other they didn't understand each other they I don't even know if they loved each other but it was the first relationship that I ever saw with my father he was emotionally absent and a workaholic but I always wanted to get his approval and his validation and it's not a it's not a surprise that I choose men that are emotionally uh stunted and workaholics so you know I I sort of manifest that in real life and I sort of know how it goes so I pick men maybe subconsciously this is just a theory all right like this is this is just me unpacking different reasons why things don't work out and I'm not blaming myself I'm not shitting on myself it's just a theory of mine you know and it's something that I've been kind of playing around with in my head um it's not making me lose sleep or anything but it's just something holy fuck, I can't stop yawning. It's just something that I'm now more conscious of. And I know that maybe I can make tweaks. So I choose men that, uh, the men that are attracted, that are attractive to me are men that are highly ambitious, um, have no time to give me, and no idea how to be in a relationship with me and don't really accept or understand who I am fully but they like the idea of me and they understand that I'm kind of essential to life but they don't know how to work me in and they don't know how to carry me like I said in one of my last episodes so but I picked them anyway and um, I'm attracted to guys that are insane workaholics that are absolutely obsessed with their work and to the point where it's unhealthy. Um, and I, I, I like that. 
because that's kind of what I grew up watching. The dynamic that I grew up watching was my dad working and working and working and constantly chasing money and my mom sort of holding down the home front and supporting him, um, but never truly getting the attention, love and respect that she deserved and the recognition and the validation that she deserved. She never got true support in what she wanted to do. She never really got to do what she wanted to do because she was too busy, like holding it down with me and my sister and making sure that my dad doesn't fall apart um, and taking care of him and taking care of his family and and just sort of dissolving herself. She had a job too and she loved it. Um, but I don't know, My they just had a weird dynamic. My dad, it, it just seemed like, and she was really good at it, but it just seemed like it, it was just a weird dynamic. So when I look at my past relationships, I see that. I see that most stuff. Like my my last mo- most stuff. Oh my god, kill me. But I see that um, my last long term relationship was with a man who could not hold me emotionally, who did not accept me, and was a workaholic. Had no time for me. Emotionally fucked up. Mentally unstable. Um, and I was like, yeah, when can I marry you? Like, I was so about it because that's all I know. I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like because I have no, because I've never been in one. So the only relationship I have that has been completely and permanently imprinted in my mind are my parents' relationship, is my parents' relationship. And that wasn't great or healthy. So where do I go from here? What does that mean? It means that I have a lot of unlearning to do. It means that I have to really get serious about the type of relationship that I want and the type of woman that I am. You know, everybody has to go through self... work, um, self-improvement, and it doesn't stop. It's a journey, not a destination. You know, there's not a time we're going to be like, okay, I'm done. I'm perfect. I'm exactly who I want to be. I'm the exact version I want to be. There's always things you can improve on. And I think I have a lot to improve on. Maybe I'm just being self-critical, but I probably am being self-critical, but you know, I want to improve on that. I want to change my perspective in terms of the type of person that I want to end up with and I think a lot of the reason why I'm single is because I keep choosing men that are obviously duh that are bad for me but that mimic a very negative male influence in my life but unfortunately that was the first male influence I've ever had Uh, that was the first male influence and honestly the last male influence I had that was somewhat dominant in my life and every other male in my family has been such a disappointment that I don't even look to them for any type of guidance like I don't even want to you know uh consider them family and my father was the the biggest influence in terms of uh what a man is supposed to be and he had he had great qualities and I'm not going to take that away from him but in terms of a relationship um he wasn't the best there's a lot to be desired. Um, so I know that that's imprinted in my mind. Um, and now if you look at my sister, she has completely gone the other way. Like she's sort of, um, 
I, I, I love her to death, but she's sort of like a model of the life that you can have when you have your own mind and when you're so independent and when you have a, uh, a trajectory that, that is separate from everybody else. And that is like, I want to be her when I grow up. I know I've said this a few times, like, you know, she's been through some shit, but you know, I feel like I'm still stuck. This is, this is just me yammering about this stuff, but I feel like I, I'm still stuck somewhere. And I, I feel a little bit of shame when I tell her about my broken relationships and the people that didn't last. And she's, and I just feel like she's just rolling her eyes or I, that's why I don't tell people a lot. I don't tell a lot of people. I don't tell anybody about the, the, the things that haven't worked out because there's just been so many back to back that haven't worked out and I'm just trying to you know get a handle on it and I'm I'm taking every theory that pops into my head uh seriously and and trying to tweak and change and stuff but there's just some sometimes some nights I'm just like I don't know how much I can change you know like what can I really do but you know that's that's neither here or there like I'm 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 trying to change my perspective on things. And I think very recently, ever since I pretty much started this podcast, actually, I've really started to unpack a lot of things that I never wanted to come to light and I never wanted to face, but have come up, have bubbled up in cancer season since I started this podcast um, that I didn't know I needed to think about. So, you know, the negative and the negative imprint I've had in terms of a relationship isn't helping and I haven't really consciously thought about it until... A few hours ago um, because something ended um, because the other person was sort of focused on other things instead of being in a relationship and it just you know like that person doesn't exist to me anymore because when something is done and I have my answer I I put that individual out of my mind. Um, but the remnants of what went wrong, how it went wrong, what can I do different next stays. And so I feel like, again, like my Capricorn moon wants to be like, how am I accountable? How am I, what's my um, side in this? And I think it's because I keep choosing men that have a similar, that have the exact same outlook on life and that are not aligned with my goals and I am not accepting my goals or what I want in a man. Truly, I fake it. I say that I want one thing, maybe, and 
it doesn't work for me later. I want an ambitious man, but I want a man that's able to balance a relationship and a career perfectly. I'm scared to, it's not even that I'm not admitting it. I'm scared to, yeah, I'm scared to admit it of what I want because I think that number one, I don't deserve it. And number two, it doesn't exist. Um, and again, that's my, my conditioning that I have no right to ask for what I want because I have no right to, I, I'm, I can't, I won't deserve, like, I don't deserve it. So why would I, you know, but right here, right now, I think I, I know what I want and I'm not going to be afraid to admit it. Um, God, I don't even know what the point of this episode is, but I had to sort of admit it and sort of get it out in the universe. You know, this is my inside voice, right? This is, this is the, the deeper thoughts in my consciousness just sort of bubbling up, um, and knowing what I want, and this is for anybody that's out there, anybody, one person, I don't know, <laughs> that's out there struggling with dating and wondering why it goes wrong. Be really clear about what you want. Be really clear about who you are as well and the type of, the type of relationship that you want. You know, if you want a man to be able to balance y- a relationship and work, the way that you balance relationship and work ask for that put that out there want that for yourself you deserve it if you want a man that's able to love you so deeply and put you above his friends and family want that put that out there you know if you want a man that's able to see your value and integrates you perfectly into his life and you are you feel like you're a piece of this very beautiful puzzle that you and him build together and vice versa admit that love that accept that know that and i guess that's that's again that's me convincing myself as much as you and that's because these are the things that i want because these are the things that i am and I feel like ever, I, I feel like up until now, I've been really scared to say what I want. I've been really scared to ro- sort of um, weed out the people that are not right for me, which is 99% of the people that I've dated. Every single person that I've dated hasn't been right for me. I've dated guys that have told me, I don't want to introduce you to my parents. I don't want to introduce you to my family. I don't want anybody to know that we're dating. I don't know if I ever want to get married. I... My career comes first above you. I am emotionally scarred. I like all of these things I've heard before and in my mind I'm like oh that's okay that's okay I'll 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 be okay with that I'm fine with that you know I just gotta hustle my dear hustle for what love hustle for what attention hustle for what effort like what it's 
you know, I've, I've always had to work and jump through hoops of fire for love and attention and validation and effort from literally every man in my life. It's never come easy to me. It's never like I show up and that's all I got to do. I always have to do something extra. I always have to jump up and down. I always have to be a fucking spectacle to be noticed. And I like I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of being so much and these men just being so little for me. So I guess this is just my opportunity. This is my sort of space in time, my little corner of the universe that I'm gonna say that I'm done with that shit. 11:59 p.m. on a Sunday right before the new day starts. Um that I know what I want and I'm clear about it and I don't want to make any concessions. Because when I date no man makes any concession. Any any man that I've ever dated, he's never made any concessions. Not one. He's never compromised. He's never tripped up. He's never moved shit around. Never, ever. And why should I expect him to? I don't want to either. But I do because I feel like that's, that's my role. Is to change, twist, and turn. To make life easier for him. That's what I've been taught. That's what I've seen in my home. And um, happy Monday. It's 12 a.m. And that's, that's, that's what's kind of stuck in my brain and my heart for a really long time. And I didn't know how much that was affecting me until very recently. And I'm just used to being the one that bends, bends over backwards. I, I give a lot in relationships. And I don't really expect a lot back. And being selfish and looking out for number one is not really my thing. But I feel like it's something that is integral to my growth. And I think that's the only avenue that I haven't tried. I've tried everything except being selfish and I've had men tell me I have to be selfish I have to like they've told me who they are but I've just been like oh it's okay I'm like down for you blah 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 oh god please just murder me just just kill me fuck that is so frustrating just hearing that just knowing that I thought those things and said those things out loud makes me want to puke you know that episode of Family Guy where they all just can't stop puking? Yeah, that's that's, that's what I fucking want to do right now. I'm just thinking about it. You know. Compromise for what? That Eartha Kit clip? I don't know if y'all know, but um, there's the Eartha Kit is like a very famous like singer and she was asked like, would you ever compromise for a man? And she looks at the interviewers like, compromise for what? Compromise? And she like has this big belly laugh. And she was like actually confused. 
Like, why compromise? My mom has told me my entire life, every woman in my family has told me my entire life, every movie, every fucking book, compromise. You have to compromise. Relationships are compromise. Why? What is compromise? No man that I've ever dated compromised himself. Not one man. I've always been the one to bend over backwards. And that's stupid of me. Like, I don't even blame them. That's stupid of me. But compromise is not something that I think anybody should do in a relationship. I think it should be two individuals joining in unity and getting better. You know, compromise means to me like taking out parts of yourself to make room for the other person. But you should be so full in yourself that, you know, your cup runneth over. You have so much to give to yourself that it's kind of spilling over. And that's what you give to the other person and vice versa. Um, that's how I believe that people should join together. If you're broken and you join with another broken person, or if you are two people compromising and taking parts of uh, taking parts out of yourself, that's not fair for the other person, and that's not fair for yourself. You're not being who you are. Um, if it's uncomfortable for you, if it's not uncomfortable and you're truly happy, um doing that then that is who you are and you're essentially not giving anything away you're just stepping into who you are but if you're doing things and making compromises and feeling uncomfortable uncomfortable about it and not getting what you want in return that's an issue you should not be compromising and you might stay single a little bit longer but at least you're not compromising who you are And you'll find somebody that is able to carry all of that. Don't be, but, and you have to be open about it too. And you have to step into that vulnerable space. I want somebody. I welcome somebody because I am so full. I want to share this with somebody. I want somebody who's just as full as me to share it with. So there's like a specific mentality, I guess. I guess there is truly a time when you're ready to get into a relationship I thought you know there was no time there's no perfect time there is there's a sweet spot where you hit a a sweet spot you hit in yourself where everything is sort of jiving aligning it's not perfect because life is not perfect and perfection is an illusion I think I've talked about it but everything's sort of jiving and you found this like state of flow where you are able to go to and sort of catch yourself and you have this like state of perpetual peace and you go to yourself for conflict resolution and um, stress relief and all of that stuff and then you have this like beautiful person walking into your life that is the same way that's churning out the same love and positivity and um, realism and is also aligned with themselves, heart, mind, soul, all of that. And is also full. And is also willing to give. And it's not tough. It's not a fucking struggle. It's not a hustle. 
neither of you are hustling for each other's love and affection and effort and time and energy and all of that you're it just meshes really well you know the both of you've hit a sweet spot when you come together that's what a relationship is for me that sounds really like idealistic but it's not it's messy everybody's messy you're gonna fuck up and stuff like that but if you're still if you love each other but there's days when you don't love each other if you still like each other you're okay stick it out it'll be fine I think that's all I have that was just kind of a love letter I know I've said that often this is just kind of a love letter to the universe for me that I hear you I know universe you send me tests of strength and and all of that stuff and I I feel like I'm finally sort of diving deeper into what that means so um, I'm going to keep doing the work and I'm going to keep moving forward Um, I think that's all I have good night I love you. Peace.